0: Welcome to the Kayla Ambrose Show. I'm your host and your travel guide to the other side, Kayla Ambrose. Welcome back to another episode. For those of you that are getting to know me, I'm what's known as a wisdom teacher. I teach the ancient wisdom teachings from the mystery schools that were once taught in ancient Egypt and Greece and other cultures like that that still continue today. I'm also an author, I've written six books, I podcast, (laughs) and I teach online at my website exploreyourspirit.com, where you can take live courses with me, you can take pre-recorded courses and study at your own pace, you can learn about psychic ability and intuition, how to see auras, intuitive interior decor because I'm also an interior designer. Uh, you can learn about Wise Woman Wisdom, the old ways moving around the calendar as it goes around the earth cycles. Lots and lots of study on there. You can read the blog, a little bit of everything. Sign up there for my free newsletter so that you'll always be in touch with what's going on. But today, welcome back to a new episode and today i'd like to talk about the fall equinox coming up and what i call the giving season so the equinoxes and the solstices are big markers of time on the earth plane and the fall equinox is one where we have celebrated the harvest and now we're preparing for winter to come And we see the changes first in the fall. Now, back in the old days and still with certain crops, there's a cycle that goes with that with the earth, where there are certain crops that you plant in the fall underground. And they lay dormant there for a while as they do what they do deep in the earth's rich soil in order to bloom in the spring and then fully prosper in the coming summer. So you do your due diligence at a time. You plow those fields, you sow, and like the old saying goes, "What uh, you reap what you sow. So we look at this at a conscious level, following uh, the earth energy, and we realize we can do this within ourselves as well, in our mind, body, and spirit. If you have certain goals that you want to meet, you can take this time which is an especially astute time to work on your intellect. It's why we naturally think about fall and going back to school. We are often more studious at this time. And I don't know if there's a study that's been done about this, but I bet more is learned, more knowledge, uh, and some of the best work by students and others is done in that first back-to-school session from in the fall into the winter, where the second half of the school year, when spring blossoms and all of that, I think people lose a lot of their focus, focus on their studies. So I think the fall semester is always much more powerful as far as what you learn intellectually. Understanding that where you are today as an adult, you can then take that information and think about ideas and goals and wishes and dreams that you want to manifest into the new year, what you'd like to bring into being, and keeping with the cycles of the earth, that would be at the spring equinox, which is in March. So this is a good time right now to write down those goals, to think about them, and to bury them within you to plant them there where they have time to germinate in the rich soil of your thoughts and ideas and your inner energy. You don't act on them now because we're at a time of the year where we're starting to slow down. We're in a season where each day we get closer to winter. So the days get shorter, the daylight gets shorter And we're supposed to be more in a receptive phase, in a yin phase. And then after spring equinox, we're heading into summer. That's our yang energy. That's our fire. That's our take action. And when you follow the cycles of the earth and give yourself that balance, it can be a lot more successful uh, and abundant for you if you follow these Beautiful natural cycles that were created that are kind of a guide for us here on Earth of what we should be doing. We've gotten away from a lot of that with wanting our more, 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 now, 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 that we've really gotten out of tune with what nature wants to teach us. So today, if you want a strawberry, it doesn't matter what day of the year it is. You can probably find a strawberry at your grocery store even if it's not strawberry season. Now, if you're a foodie, you're gonna know that strawberry is not gonna taste this, the same. It is not going to taste as good versus if you've had strawberries when they're really in season. And I mean this for all fruits, all vegetables, everything. When they're in season, nothing tastes as pure and ripe and delicious and amazing. And you can really taste the difference when you're getting strawberries and they're out of season and they're being flown in from somewhere else in the world and just that long passage of time to get them here. They do and you can get them, but it's not the same. So it used to be we ate with the seasons. We'd eat things like winter squash and root vegetables that lay dormant in certain ways and were ready for us in the fall to eat pumpkins and things like that, and lighter greens and other vegetables in the spring and summer that that was their season. So we used to be much more in harmony with this, which was actually better for the body and better for the mind and spirit to kind of honor that energy. So think about that going forward. Um, The food that you're imbibing with that, And is it at the full energy, or should you try to maybe shift around what you're eating, which vegetables and fruits and things, and how does it feel when you connect them with their right season, with the time that they're supposed to be ripe? So I share, and of course I teach in Wise Woman Wisdom, about how to generate gratitude during this time, and to do so and create a Thanksgiving with friends and family, where you share in that gratitude. You give thanks for the harvest you received. And the harvest is what you've learned this year. The knowledge and the wisdom. And everyone has had something to teach you. Even some things that have been what we would call negative. There's been something to teach you. If it's negative things at work, It's there for a reason to show you something. It's trying to show you that something's not harmony there. Something's not right. Or maybe you're not at the right place. Maybe it's time for you to go, but you have trouble with change. That feels scary. So things get harder at work, almost pushing you out. Maybe it's with relationships and you have to look at friendships or or your marriage or relationship to see if things are working or not working and what you need to adjust or go restore, put energy into or reevaluate to see what needs to be done to see if that relationship or friendship has value and what worth you're going to assign to it. And then how much time, energy and commitment you're going to give to see that relationship come back and thrive. Maybe it's a health challenge and your body is telling you things. And so you have to listen to your body and see what needs to be adjusted there to see how to make it uh, grow stronger and to be in touch with that connection. So whether it's happening in mind, body, or spirit, pay attention beyond just being upset that it's happening push through that, push through that emotional pain and search to find the deeper meaning so that you can course correct. And that's a lot about what the Fall Equinox is about, looking into that, reviewing, and setting a new course for the new year. This is also the giving season, This is a time where the light on earth fills a little timber each day as we head to the darkest day of the year at winter solstice. And so it is a time to find the joy in giving. And that's because this is how we spread light. This is how we engage with the light and spread love spread positive energy, spread the good. And so in the giving season, we find the joy of giving to others, which is a great joy. If you want to know if you're feeling like you're on the path spiritually, one of the ways to test this is to see how you feel when you're giving to another. Does it excite you more than giving to yourself? Does it excite you so much to see the joy on someone else's face knowing you got them something they really like or that you thought about them or the excitement of seeing how they're going to react to it? In order to receive anything ourselves, we have to give to receive. But if you're only doing that, if you're only given to receive, the universe you can't cheat. You can't play tricks with. It'll know if you're doing that just like Oh, well, I'm going to give, you know, $10 because it comes back, you know, tenfold and so I'll get $100. You can't really cheat and have that energy. You have to do it for the joy of giving. And that's, there's all types of giving um, that you can do. And so it's the giving season where we give of our time, our energy, financially, uh, so many different ways. And... We start this at the fall equinox, and it goes through till the end of the year. It brings joy. And when we can connect with this, with empathy, that's where the greatest joy of giving comes from. Because what we say, like, and this is an old Buddhist teaching, to find your happiness in other people's happiness. Find your joy and other people's joy. So if it's a time where you feel down, where you feel like nothing good is happening for you, where you feel like, what did I do this dark cloud over me? You know, I feel in such a low, in such a slump. If you find yourself in that, get to giving. Because giving will bring that joy. And it stops the focus on yourself. And it has you thinking about other people. And if you find that's not feeling good to you, if you struggle with jealousy, envy, you're jealous that someone else has this and you're like, why would I want to give them anything? They have everything. Why would I want to give them that when I want that? Then you really need to go uh, start back again at the basic level of your studies as a wisdom teaching. As a wisdom student, And see where you're at with that and review your ego, your thoughts, and, you know, what you're really doing there. But if you've been working on yourself, you want to give to others because it makes you happy. You find joy in their joy. And so if it's a time that things are down for you, it's actually how you dig yourself out of that hole. Is you begin to give to others and it gives you such joy It's like a helium balloon raising you up higher and higher and higher while you feel greater. And while you're doing that, you're spreading the good, spreading the love, and spreading the positive. When you have empathy with that, then you're understanding someone's inner pain and turmoil. So you can be sympathetic. You can hear someone's tale of woe. You can hear someone's sad story and be like, oh my gosh, that's terrible. I really sympathize with them. Let me help them. Let me do this or that or, or give or donate or, or, you know, to a charity or something like that. That's when it hits you hard emotionally because it's like, look at this terrible, awful thing and let me, let me do something to help with that, which is wonderful. But empathy goes deeper. It's understanding someone's inner pain. And those people usually don't let you see it the same way. They're not going to be the victims that you see on TV, the people that are, you know, just suffered a huge uh, loss in some way, you know, um, a natural disaster or things like that, where you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, let me let me do something to help with that. These are people that are just going along doing the best they can and something happens or something doesn't happen but they're just facing a lot. They're just going through a lot and sometimes you're going to want to give to people because you see that and you want to help them and sometimes even more joyful, you want to give to someone just because it's fun, just because you love them, you know them, and you see something and you're like, I know so-and-so would love that. There's nothing wrong. They don't need, um, they don't need, you know, anything to pick them up emotionally or energetically, but it's just the empathetic joy of knowing I see this. I know this person would love this. I want to share that love and that thought, I'm going to get it and give it to them and make them smile. And those are the best of all because they're just truly heartfelt, empathetic surprises in giving. So uh, I'm known for liking to buck convention. I don't agree with a lot of rules that were made for one reason or another. And I think it's good to shake things up and not get too rigid as a society as a culture when we get too rigid and have too many rules like that we start getting very judgmental and then we're like you're not doing it right you're not doing it this it has to be on this date and that's why I celebrate a giving season not a day so I give gifts throughout the season not just uh say Christmas day and I think it is a season of giving. And when you want to give someone something, you should give it to them when you see it and you like it and you want to give it. And that's fine if you enjoy the ritual of opening presents on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or whatever holiday that you celebrate around that time. But it doesn't mean that has to be the only time. So you could always bring a gift for that that event But there's nothing wrong with giving gifts ahead of time and throughout the season. And sometimes those are even more fun. I like to give gifts earlier than events often because I actually get to kind of share with the person as they open it and be there with them to be in that moment. Versus when it's a big event like a big baby shower or a big birthday or, or, you know, the big holidays like Christmas. It often, it's overwhelming. There's so many people opening presents. There's so many presents that you really don't get to connect and engage and and do the same. So many times as I see family and friends throughout the holidays and they drop by my house, I'll have them open a present early just to have that fun and connect with them and have that joy of giving and the joy of seeing them receive something they like and getting to spend that special time with them. So I urge you to think about how you might change some of what you think are the rules or that they have to be or no, no, no. We only open our presents on Christmas morning. Why? Well, because that's the rules. Says who? There are no rules. There's just an agreement, which some people have tried to do, but you don't have to follow that. You can create your own rituals with this. So, when I talk about empathy, it's not just empathy for someone who's down on their luck, who's had something bad happen, someone who's struggling, someone who's been hurt. That's important, of course, to have that empathy. But almost everyone has that empathy that if something negative happens to a person, they feel bad, oh, I'm so sorry. Did you hear about so-and-so? It's not terrible. Most people have that empathy. The goal as a wisdom student, the goal is someone who's trying to consciously awaken, who's trying to grow, who's trying to be more soulful, is to have positive empathy. And positive empathy is about being excited about other people's joy and their good luck, not just having empathy for their pain. So if you know someone and they're like, Oh my gosh, I bought a raffle ticket and I won a car. I just won, you know, a Mercedes or whatever. Uh, I just want a vacation, you know, to Europe for three weeks or I just won all this money and this, you know, ticket I bought that you're genuinely happy and excited for them and their good luck. That's called positive empathy where you're so excited for that person, you know, that, uh, Something wonderful has happened to them. And so it's so good to practice this. And the more we do this and connect with this energy, the more we are weaving the cycles of energy, the cords of energy between all of us as humans. Sometimes we connect with people we know. And when we share that with them, it strengthens our cords. Other times... We may do this with random strangers. Someone we see out in the world and we decide to help them or to do something or we do a random act of kindness. We buy a cup of coffee or the meal behind us through the drive through and pay for it. As And as we drive off, no one will never see that person or meet them, but we've lifted their energy. Maybe we go through a toll booth and we pay their toll. Maybe you hear all these stories that the is about someone walking in and paying off all those layaways right at Walmart for where people have been trying to get Christmas gifts for their children. And someone walks in and pays off the, their balance on layaway, all kinds of random acts like that of things you can do. And so when you do that, even with, with strangers, you are collectively lifting the energy in the global consciousness for all. And so the more we do that, It lifts the energy in the world. The side effect for you, which you may not even be aware of at first, is that science knows this as well. And they've done many studies about this, that the brain secretes dopamine when you're making other people happy. And it actually has that effect on you as well. It can make you giddy. It can make you excited and happy. So... As you give, so you receive. But again, you can't cheat that. You can't, well, let me go give something so I'll fill this, you know, dopamine in my system now. It can't work like that. You have to genuinely, heartfelt, truth, be happy for that person. And as you do, then it then it makes that dopamine flow. So when we say you can't cheat the universe, we also mean as within, so without. You cannot Cheat it from your soul inside as well. Your, your higher self. Your soul knows what's going on too if you are meeting it or not. But if you are, you're going to feel that happiness and that giddiness inside. One of the other things that science has been studying is that um, titled saying birds of a feather flock together. Happy people are happier when they gravitate and group together around other happy people and they find negative people do the same as well which is that old, old other old saying misery loves company so we kind of level off uh where our energy is so I did gosh a talk a long time ago I don't know if it's a, if I recorded it I'll have to look and see if I recorded that, and I'll put it out if I did, but it's about the five people you spend the most time with and that they affect your life in every way. So take a look at the five people you spend the most time with and if they're negative, they're going to have that effect on you. They're going to make you feel like that's not possible. That's not preventable. You have no control. You have no choice. um, Things just happen. They're going to bring you down into those beliefs and that's taking you out of your higher self out of your higher mind your higher thoughts and lowering you into a vibration that believes that not a lot is possible if you're with happy people your optimism grows the belief the good vibes that anything can happen anything's possible Uh, your thoughts create things it opens you up expands you it says there's more than what you may see. And the possibilities could be limitless in this situation. So be open to come what may. Be open for the good. Where the other closes you in, it constricts you. And so happy people, when they gravitate and spend time with happy people, open up more, open up to the good, open up to more uh, coming to them. And so by default, they end up rising and having more things um, open for that way. And the same when you're around a lot of negative people. So this is a good time of year in the fall to review this year. Where have you been? Who you've been hanging out with? Where are you living? What's your job like? What are your daily activities like? What are your conversations like? Who do you spend the most time with? And What do you talk about when you're with those people? Is it life nurturing? Is it positive? Are those conversations making you a better person and making the world a better place? Or do they lower your energy? Are they sabotaging? Are they sabotaging other people? And then by default yourself. Do they lower your vibration or do they raise it? And not just the conversations you have. But everything you do, let you know, even TV, if you're watching reality TV, where it's a bunch of housewives yelling at each other, putting each other down, making each other feel terrible, that will spill into your psyche as you watch it. If you're watching those kind of shows, you're going to feel not as good about yourself. You're going to start picking yourself apart. You're going to become judgmental and live in that very lower vibration. So think about even what you read, what you watch, what you listen to, and then who you converse with, who you hang out. It's time to take a real good look, a real good review of everything going on in your life and see what's working and what's not. And then make a plan. Make a plan within the next six months before spring hits that you're ready to pounce on that plan And take action. And that might mean changing jobs, changing where you live, changing how you live, changing friendships or relationships, changing what you do on a daily basis, changing your habits, changing how much time you give to you and self care, or being in your body and taking care of it, being in your mind and thinking clearer working on releasing your emotions and not being overly emotional, dedicating time to things that really matter instead of always wearing yourself out where you feel overwhelmed and you never really get around to having anything happen that you want. This is what Fall Equinox provides to us. It's a gift from nature. It's a time to reflect and renew and then to make plans of what we want to see. And we till that soil, we make it rich with nutrients by empowering it with light within. And this is what we do during this giving season. The joy of giving raises the vibration within us, which helps all of those thoughts and dreams and wishes that we have to be covered in this beautiful white light, to be covered in this energy of joy so that they can expand and open and be the best they can be when we're ready in the spring so give us some thought see what you can do see what you'd like to do and how you'd like to change your life fall is my favorite time of year and september through december is my favorite time of year i love everything to do with this season all of the holidays all of the rituals the energy, the lights, the decor. You'll be seeing soon some pictures I'll be sharing, starting with Halloween decorations and going further into the season. And you can find those on my blog. Uh, I post them on my TikTok as well. If you want to find me on TikTok, it's at Kayla Ambrose. Or on my blog at exploreyourspirit.com. Well, wishing you a very, very happy fall equinox. Enjoy.